the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. This happens all the time. Uh, during the commercial break, I uh, I go through my stack of stuff and I determine the next story that I'm going to deal with. And then, then I check email or I look at the TV monitor or I check Twitter and I see something and I think, well, I've got to talk about this. And that, that just happened. Uh, one of, earlier, I, I mentioned just briefly that the Supreme Court today heard oral arguments on the uh, vaccine mandates issued by the Biden administration through OSHA to every employer in America with more than 100 employees and the constitutionality of that. Well, I saw some comments from Sonia Sotomayor, one of the liberal justices on the court, and I, and I thought, she didn't even talk about the Constitution. She said, well, maybe this is the only way we can fight COVID. That's what she said. Well, maybe this is the only way to fight COVID. If this is the only way we can fight COVID, then how 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 can we... How can we resist these mandates? Now, think about that reasoning. This is a Supreme Court justice. Think about that reasoning. Let's say that tomorrow the Biden administration said, you know, we've got too many traffic deaths. We do. So uh, beginning July 1st, we're going to revoke everybody's driver's license because the only way we know of to save all lives from traffic accidents is to stop driving. It's the only way we know. We've tried everything else. We've tried education, uh, seatbelts, padded dashes, uh, uh, restraint systems, airbags. We've tried all that, and people still drive dangerously and get killed and injured in car wrecks. So we're just going to revoke everybody's driver's license because that's the only way we know. Well, that's the same kind of reasoning. Well, that would be ter- that would be unconstitutional, and we have a Supreme Court justice saying she might uphold this mandate because, well, maybe that's the only way we can fight the COVID. That has nothing to do with it. The job of the Supreme Court is not to determine is this the only way to fight it. The job of the Supreme Court is solely, and I mean solely to decide issues on the Constitution. That's it. But then, I didn't know that she said this, and one of my listeners just sent this to me. Today, in those oral arguments, Justice Sotomayor 
said this also, and I quote from a Supreme Court justice, quote, we have hospitals that are almost at full capacity with people severely ill on ventilators. We have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in serious condition and many on ventilators. Now, here is a woman on the Supreme Court of the United States hearing arguments that will impact the overwhelming majority of adults in America. You would think she would have spent a little bit of time looking up facts. She said, and again I quote, We have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in serious condition, and many on ventilators. Well, that is absolutely, blatantly untrue. In fact, according to the CDC, the federal government agency, since the entire COVID thing began... There have been approximately 81,000 children hospitalized through the entire pandemic. 81,000. That's the total number. And very, very few of them on ventilators. Today, a Supreme Court justice said, and again I quote, we have... Over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in serious condition. So not only 100,000 in the hospital. She said we have, a, we have over 100,000 children in serious condition today. That is blatantly, crazily inaccurate. I mean, that's nutso. Um, right now, the average number of children admitted to hospitals per day with COVID is uh, 776. That was as of uh, Tuesday of this week, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, which is up a lot. But currently, in all of America today, we have approximately 3,000 children in hospital with COVID. Very, 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 very few of them in serious condition and even a fewer number on ventilators. So the difference between a Supreme Court justice and reality is stark. Uh, And these are the people making the decisions that impact all of our lives. Just absolutely incredible. Um, Will the news media pick this up? Yeah, well, some. Uh, The story I'm reading is from Yahoo News, which is not right-wing or conservative. So at least some of the news media has picked up on this and... um, realize how unbelievably ridiculous her claims are. But let me go back. Even if her figures were correct, and they're not, 
They're not even close. They're not even in the same universe. But even if they were correct, that would have nothing to do with her decision about the mandate. Her only concern is constitutionality. That's it. The number of people who have COVID, the number of people who have died, irrelevant to the Supreme Court. Now, from a human standpoint, it's not irrelevant. From a legislator's standpoint, it's not irrelevant. To the health community, it's not irrelevant. But to the Supreme Court, those numbers, those figures should have nothing to do with their decision concerning the vaccine mandate, the mask mandate, healthcare worker mandate, and so forth. The only issue for the Supreme Court Is it constitutional or not? And yet the liberal justices didn't even ask questions about the constitutionality. But how many times have you and I talked about the liberal left? In order to be a leftist, you have to destroy authority. In the theological world, that's the Bible. In the political world, it's the Constitution. A liberal leftist does not care about authority. All right, all right, got to take a break. Uh, When we come back, I want to deal just briefly with this horrific fire in Philadelphia. Eight children, four adults killed. On this program, we talk a lot about unintended consequences. Here's a tragic example of that. We'll we'll return. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Misplaced compassion and unintended consequences. Yeah, misplaced compassion and unintended consequences. You see this in the grocery store. Here's a kid that is just a monster. Now, why is that kid a monster? Because that kid has a mother, father, or both who says... We love him too much to discipline. Yeah, right. Misplaced compassion. Uh, And by the way, they don't understand human nature either. And unintended consequences are similar, where often, although not always, the liberal left makes a decision because, well, they think it's what's best, and then it turns out just terrible. Most of you have heard of this terrible fire in Philadelphia. In some row houses in uh, Philadelphia, two large families were living in these row houses. And uh, as a result of the fire, eight children and four adults died. Eight 
children and four adults. Tragedy. Uh, I watched a news conference a couple of days ago, and uh, veteran firefighters in Philadelphia were in tears. Veteran police were absolutely in tears. The, uh, the fire chief of Philadelphia, holding back tears, said, this is the worst tragedy I've ever seen. And indeed, it was just a terrible tragedy. Well, we're learning much, much more about it. They believe, they're not sure, but they believe a five-year-old playing with a cigarette lighter near a Christmas tree actually started it. That's what the Philadelphia Inquirer is reporting, although that has not been confirmed. But what has been confirmed is that in both of these row houses, Unit A and Unit B, they were housing far more people than they were supposed to. Unit B had 18 people living in this one house. It was authorized for 14. Unit A had eight people, authorized for six now, here's, well, I started to say, here's where the tragedy begins. That's not true. Here's where the tragedy becomes even more tragic. In years past, Philadelphia had very strict occupancy limits, particularly for low-income housing. And city officials would often check. You, uh, you're only allowed to have six people. We're sorry, you can't have ten. Uh, you're only allowed to have eight people. You can't have fourteen. There was a city ordinance, and city inspectors would come about and enforce that ordinance until <clears throat> liberal city council members said. Why are we punishing people? We can't punish people because they're just living together. And so, and and by the way, a couple of uh, civil rights groups brought lawsuits against the city of Philadelphia for actually enforcing occupancy requirements, and out of fear of the civil rights activists and some extreme leftists, the city of Philadelphia decided we're just not going to enforce those things anymore. We're, we're just, we're just going to stop enforcing because it's, it's not the compassionate thing to do. So overcrowding has become very common in these housing units in Philadelphia. And as a result of misplaced compassion, there are some horribly tragic unintended consequences. A uh, city council member said the history in the city, and my understanding is that years ago, there was an occupancy limit. But because of a change in the cultural diversity of our city, other cultures began coming in and believe in having intergenerational types of units. 
So we have to adapt to the culture. We don't want the lawsuits. And uh, we want to show that we are compassionate. This sadly, sadly, sadly happens so often with the left. And it's misplaced compassion. Uh, So they did away with occupancy uh, limits and enforcement. And now we have eight children dead and uh, four adults. Sad. And then I'll end with this. Whoopi Goldberg has COVID. Now, she's fine. She's almost symptom-free. She's not really sick, but she does have COVID. And she has been triple vaxxed. And so she was shocked. She said, I did everything I was supposed to do. I can't believe I have COVID. I am triple vaxxed. And then she said this. The answer is for everybody to get vaccinated. And I quote, it's what America will be facing unless everybody gets vaccinated. In one sentence, she says, I'm triple vaccinated. How did I get this? I wasn't supposed to get it. I did everything they told me to do. And then the very next sentence, she says, it's what America will be facing unless everybody gets vaccinated. Uh, Whoopi, you were vaccinated. More, More confusion and false information. Oh, my goodness. Can't make that kind of stuff up. Hey, I hope you have a good weekend. Be in a good Bible-believing church. And please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.